From Noble Robot on East Hennepin Avenue in Overdue, Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. I'm Ellen Burns Johnson, and I make nice games. I'm Steve McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Martha Croy, I too make nice games. For this special nicest of 2022, don't laugh, I know it's late, we review a list of the nicest games we played over the last year and go over what we're looking forward to playing and working on in 2023. And so, everyone's ready. Let's start. Okay, big news. Holly's here. Holly! Right Hi! here, in person. <laughs> I, yeah, in person. This is my first time in your little new old clubhouse. I like it. Yeah, we last had you on la- uh, a summer, uh, how do you even say it? The summer before last? Yeah. 2021. Yeah, which was just before we moved in, or a month or so before we moved in yeah, yeah. to uh, Noble Robot. Yep. Um, and I'd forgotten you, ne- you had not seen the space yet. No. Um, so it was fun pointing days. out all the stuff. Exactly. I got to see Steven's Kirby pile. <laughs> yes, it has um, grown. Pile is the right descriptor. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably an alliterative choice that I could have made there, but yes. Collection. Kirby collection. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to name that now. I just Kirby really like that. It's really cute. Clump is better. Yeah. Clump is way better. Collection. Kirby Clump? Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. It's kind of memory of Kirby's. Collection is too uh, nice a term for all the, yep. how I've established all the curves. <laughs> so listeners will have heard our what we did on our winter break episode, our return from hiatus last week. Yes. We have not recorded it yet. This is the first episode we're recording back from hiatus. Right. So we're a little loopy. We yep. don't yep. know how to do this. Yeah, We've how, forgotten. How does talk? Right. Po- podcast what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's uh, kind of a scheduling snafu because every – I think we switch it back and forth. Mm. Does the nicest happen at the end of the year or the beginning of the next year? And we never seem to remember, and then we do it the other way every other year. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think. Should so, maybe make it consistent or not. Or yeah. not, whatever. Yeah. Um, anyways, but it's sort of a year in, year in review. We're going to talk about the stuff from 2022. And I, one of the things I really like about this episode we do every year is the like – what's coming up not just what yeah. games we want to play but like what we're going to do coming up so yeah. i'm looking forward to all of that mm-hmm. um but first we should talk about like the show itself uh had an interesting year um that in that we um we had a, a network sponsor for, uh, for the the first time yeah and we talked a little bit about that in last week's episode we're going to talk about it here right <laughs> yes, yes, yes. you'll have heard about it um but also we sold a game yeah um oh gosh it's like it's it's fascinating because yeah we did we got it published it's not published published it's not out yet you can't get it yet but yes Glom will be available this year according to our publishers <laughs> it's it's yeah they're sending it to the printers yeah it's, yeah it's um are we allowed to announce where it's supposed to be previewing or no probably not uh yeah sure why not okay it's at what's the name of the I don't even remember the name of the <laughs> I guess, well I guess we'll never know <laughs> all right well, to announce mind. too bad. Yeah. When it gets close to the date, I'll remember the name and I'll bring it up there. Well, we've talked about it before on the show when we were in discussion with the publisher. They were mm. talking about how, oh, yeah, this is great. We'll launch it next year during convention season. Right. Mm-hmm. In the summer, all the board game conventions happen. Yeah. And we were like, that's a long time away, but whatever. Like, mm. we weren't in any – like, I think when you're doing a video game, and especially if it's, like, your main thing, yeah. all those dates and schedules and stuff, like, matter to you. Right. But for Glom, we were just like, we're just happy that you're interested you can hold on to it for as long as you want. Right. Release it whenever you like. Mm-hmm. Um, we were sort of just less. It, it was a comfortable. It was a, a casual position for us to be in, which was nice. Yeah. But um, I, so we just heard recently. Uh, um, uh, Origins is the Origins. festival in Origins. Ohio. That's okay. what it was. That I think they're gonna uh, have it at first. Yeah. Um, so that's that's ex- it's real. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been real for a while, but now it really feels real. Yeah. Holly, you've played Glom before, right? I don't know. Okay. 
It's the it's the word game where you like have three minutes to change the uh, phrase into something else. No, but I love <gasps> word games. Okay, okay we'll, we'll have, we'll to, have play to play it. it yes, yeah. I, I'm identifying a big error in our playtest strategy. Yeah. Which we never got Holly to play it. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring me in. Holly the you know wordsmith. Because <laughs> I'll beat everyone, and everyone will be like, "I want to be done playing." I'll be like, oh, I just want more though. <laughs> Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's an important playtest environment. Yeah. Like as a party game, it is kind of like how resistant is it to someone just dominating? Yeah, that's true. You know, well, I guess oh. we'll never know because <laughs> until Holly plays, well, we'll know. Watch It'll just be, be real bad at it. Yeah. I doubt it. It's huh. it's fun when people are bad at it for one, yeah. and also, yeah, we will find out if that yeah. Holly dominates at it. It'll just be too late to do anything. It about was it. part of the pitch, though, is that it, it's actually quite fun to be bad at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I can so. attest to that. <laughs> Um, I would say that's the biggest show accomplishment of the year move on to our individual yeah uh, in the individual category Mm -hmm. who wants to go first well Mark your name is listed first dang (laughs) (laughs) so I as as we were writing this I'm like what did I do in 2022 Mm because my my thinking was that 2022 was a very go along to get along kind of just keep on keeping on kind of year for me Um, but actually two big things did happen and I forgot about them Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, which is one we announced Dream Settler yeah and we talked about this on the show when it happened uh, last year but it's interesting that I like to be part of a game announcement yeah which is not you know uh, when you're like self-publishing your indie title like uh, when you announce the game, it's like not everybody knows. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you do the trailer and, you know, like, in, in, you know, and it's like, that's fine. You get written up in Nintendo Life or whatever for mm-hmm. your, your Switch game. But um, it, it's like, and then the, uh, when we did Widget Satchel, like that was a really interesting process. Yeah. But here it was different because it was an anticipated sequel. A ton of people got excited about it, which was a very foreign feeling for me. Mm-hmm. And so it was nice to just sort of bask in that a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, I'm really making a real video game. Yeah. Which is like not, and I think this is, and I've talked about this before, it's illustrative, I think, to our audience, which is that these are all fake feelings, mm. right? Like, every, a video game you make is a real video game, Yeah. right? It, and so it is, but but to be in a situation where, like, it's an anticipated sequel, thousands of people thumbsed up yeah. in exci- you know, excitement mm-hmm. at, the, at the, just the mere mention of it existing, mm-hmm. forget anything about it, mm-hmm. um, that has a validation that is a little false, in the sense oh, that, like, it shouldn't mm. it shouldn't make me feel more confident in my work because I didn't work on the first game, yeah, <laughs> so I, mean, I didn't earn any of that, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it was an interesting moment for me, and now it's been now it's been long enough that I have to remind myself, like, oh, it's working on something that's anticipated mm. is such a privilege. Mm. It's mm. an incredible privilege mm. to to like toil to do like a twelve hour day on some bug that's just getting knowing that. It's worth it. Yeah, like, at least, <laughs> people. When I say worth it, it. I, I mean worth it like financially. Right. <laughs> Literally yeah. is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not worth it like because I'll still do it because it's always worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, artistically, like yeah. I, right. I can't stop always myself. Makes your product better. Yeah. Um. But to just to to know that like, yeah. Okay, it's gonna sell. It's like we've got things in place. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be that stressed about it. Um. Is a weird feeling, and that is new to me in 2022. <laughs> yeah. It's a good new. That's yeah. a good one. And then the other thing that came out uh, was uh, Noble Engine, my Playdate um, uh, engine, which I haven't had a lot of time to put into lately, and mm. that's a, sort of a sad story. But it's out. People are using it. Games have been released with it. Dang. Oh, cool. Um, that is which cool. is, yeah, it's crazy. And unlike Dream Settler, this is something that is just uh, just, just mine. Mm. Um, and uh, sort of I owe the, pe- the people who, like, glommed onto it early <laughs> and the contributors who 
who actually put code into it. Like as a, and I've talked about this before, the open source uh, project, like yeah. how rewarding it is to have people contribute their work to your project. And that was also new to me in 2022. Yeah. Um, and I forgot about it because it's like, <laughs> uh, it's, I don't know, uh, time moves differently these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. Cause you're like, oh yeah, 2022, just a year where I was just kind of keeping on, keeping on. No, it doesn't sound like it, Mark. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you should like, we should, we should just make a little note every recording session, Mark. What have you done lately? <laughs> it's a partic- It's just a me problem. It's like I'm having trouble marking the days. Well, so. I don't know that it's just a you problem. I feel like I would have a hard time. There's 365 days in the year, and unless yeah. it's something gigantic, yeah. Um, yeah. you yeah. don't think about it. Yeah. Well, and particularly these two things, they're sort of epoch-defining for me, right? Mm-hmm. In a way that like things are different before and now after, so it's kind of hard to place the moment. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. like it changes the state of things totally. in, in a strange way. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of all 365 of those days, Stephen, what did you do during them? <laughs> ah, sleep. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, I did sleep. But. Hopefully, hopefully every night. I slept for like 361 <laughs> of those days, I'm so, pretty sure. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, no, I uh, became a co-owner for Future Club, All right. uh, which is exciting. Um, so now I get to, I, I mean, nothing really huge has changed other than the fact that when we sell a game, eventually, I will get some loyalties and I, you know, I own stake in the company so like I can help direct it. Mm-hmm. Though like they were kind of already giving me some of those directions already and i'm the only programmer so like if i tell them to do stuff <laughs> they kind of yeah you're still not had big power i, I can yeah. you're still not comfortable with your authority i'm not in, yes, in that way it's true As a co-owner um, it's because it hasn't come into place yet right um, we haven't had i don't think we've had a board meeting since i became a co-owner um so when that happens and i'm like there and it's official and people are saying official terms and stuff i'll be like oh oh i'm important now steven business <laughs> got, got a piece of that pie mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's the only thing I could come up with. Um, there was a bunch of other stuff that happened that were not accomplishments <laughs> last year. <laughs> so a different section for a different podcast. Um, but this was good, so I was very, I was very excited about this. So I, yeah. I want listeners to go f- searching for that podcast. Yeah, what's the, yeah. <laughs> Stephen's dark corner. <laughs> Sounds like an addition to the Patreon. Yeah, oh, oh, sad with Stephen. <laughs> Let's workshop this later. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That is good. Uh, Okay, Alan, your turn. All right, I got a new job. Hey. Hey Yep. Yep, I'm a game designer now. Full time. It's Mm. my job. Well, you sound that, you make it sound like it's a boring thing. Yeah, I'm a game designer now, I guess. Um, well, you were telling me before we started recording that your previous commitments have, <laughs> are still dr- dragging so you dragging back to the freelance life. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah a little bit. And so that's been kind of like nights and weekends and things like that. And that that's not great, but I absolutely adore the new job. It's been it's been so good. I just like got to jump in with both feet, making things. Did a big play test session today, and I think it's going to go on the backlog. We're going to build it. It's going to go on the platform, and I'm so excited. Yeah. Cool. And there's been like all these design sessions and doing lots of sketches and prototypes, and it's just been fantastic. So yeah, that's um, great. I wish, yeah, I wish this stuff that is lingering would be over, so I can, you know, have a little bit more time to myself to kind of recharge and play the, all the games on my backlog. Yeah, yeah, all of them, I'm, all of them. That was my goal. <laughs> that's my goal. <laughs> just play them all. <laughs> play yeah. them all. No, um, you'll never play all the game. You're never gonna play all the games on your backlog. Um, that's just the wisdom. New ones just keep coming. Yeah, exactly. You're always going to add more. Yep. One um, humble bundle and you're, it's done. You're never going to yeah. play. Right, exactly. There's still yeah. like... Well, that, that fact is like a good thing because yeah. otherwise we'd have no, no job. That's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's that. It's going really well. It's 
And since October, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, October. Yeah, I think you mentioned it when it happened. Yeah. But, but uh, we haven't heard on the show you uh, sort of give us the update. But just to see your eyes light up and just like how much you're enjoying it is yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's been, you know, you know, what you look for in a job is like good people mm -hmm. and you're working on stuff that's meaningful. Um, you get paid. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and fringe benefit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm listing these in an order, but that's only because language works that way. Yeah. Not necessarily that I'm listing them in order of priority. Um, but you also want it to be fun, and you also want it to challenge you in good ways, right? right. Mm -hmm. Like if you just if you know you don't want to just, especially if, you're, if you are fortunate enough to be in a role that's creative. Like you want to continue to have people push you and I'm getting that, but not, it's not too much, mm -hmm. you know? So everyone is very gracious that I really like the team and I'm so excited for what we're going to do next year. Yeah. Cool. This year, this year, because it is 2023. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yes. I know. Already now, this right now. Right. In spite of the title of this episode, <laughs> it is properly the next year. I mean, I'm excited for next year too, but we can do 2023 before we get to 2024. Yeah. I guess. Well, we'll really see. Really generous of you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what have you been up to? Uh, well, since I don't um, work in games, it felt weird filling in most of most of these. Um, but I decided to put my my main update, also because my memory doesn't extend past like October mm. of last year. It's not just me. Yeah, no, yeah, I have nothing. <laughs> everything else is a blur. Um, I uh, I moved into a new house. Yay! Hey. I don't own this house, so it's not like that kind of <laughs> accomplishment, but. My last place I lived, I lived for about seven years. It had roaches. It had oh, mice. No. It had Ow. terrible neighbors. Mm -hmm. um, like no package I got delivered to my myself made it to me unless I was downstairs to grab it within the next hour. Oh, oh my! And those weren't people like passing on the street, which would make sense because it was in a commercial corridor. It was my neighbors doing that. So, That's awful. And I was just stuck there for a really long time, and it was never in the budget to move, and it's still not quite in the budget, but <laughs> I did it. I live in a little house now. It's really nice. Um, yeah, it's a good change. And I moved late in the fall, so I didn't. I haven't gotten to experience having a yard yet, really. Mm. Right. So that's like occupying my thoughts a lot. This January is like looking outside. And like <laughs> when the snow is gone, I can put up lights and I can have a little inflatable pool. Yeah, yeah you have little chairs outside. Exactly. You can sit outside. Wait, have you had to shovel? No. Uh, oh. Part of my rental agreement is that other people do that for me. Oh, that's the dream. That's great. It's the dream. It's so nice. Except, like, they'll. <laughs> I'll be like lying in bed with my cat at 2 p.m. <laughs> and and they'll be like outside toiling and I'll be trying to like flatten myself to be like, ah, don't look in here. <laughs> it's just a blanket. This yeah. is just a blanket. There's nothing like, oh, <laughs> thank you for your service. <laughs> so I too am working hard. <laughs> so, I mean, this new place could end up being like so-so or not everything you wanted, but because it came after a long period in a place you grew to just despise, right. like enjoy the like the moment mm. as long as it lasts. Yes. Because that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. yeah. It's also a bonus. It's like really cute. It's like a hundred-year-old house with just like one little bedroom. Um, and it's pink. It's very, it's like bubblegum pink on oh the gosh. outside. That's Amazing. Nice. Yeah. When the current landladies bought it, um, they tell the story that, and now I tell the story, that the neighbors were really worried that they were going to like unpink it, mm -hmm. depink the house because they use it as a landmark. They're like, oh, oh we're two doors down from the pink house mm. because it is so very pink. Mm -hmm. That is interesting. Dale and I went uh, just sort of like window shopping uh, for a new place earlier or last year. 
and we're never going to move. But yeah, <laughs> we, I, I know we, that feeling well. We, I was like, we, we toured a place, and, and the, 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 the realtor spent the whole time apologizing for the bright like navy blue house next door, oh. which was painted that way to like tell off the city. And it was, mm, it was like a protest, and oh. everybody hates it. And it's just kind of like a terrible blue for a house. Mm-hmm. And so it's the sort of cliche of like the interesting house is the one everyone hates because everybody is stupid. Yeah. And like everyone is boring and unfun. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but it's great that your neighbors are like, that house needs to stay pink. It's so pink. <laughs> Otherwise, it's so important to our identity as a neighborhood. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. When I was meeting with the landladies, I like there they have there's a there's a black house across the street and it's yeah. like obviously it's like modern, it's beautiful. I was like, "Oh, that's a really neat house." And they're like, "Oh, yeah, the haunted house." So like <laughs> so they <laughs> And there's a couple there's a couple like that on the block. Um it's yeah, it's interesting. And I moved from one corner of my neighborhood to a different corner, so I'm still like by a lot of the stuff I'm used to mm. and you're my friends who live in that area. So yeah, I got like all the good changes and Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Dude, I didn't even know cockroaches could live in Minnesota. I didn't think they were here, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're not the big, like, three-inch monsters that you see other places. They're small, Mm -hmm. but, yeah, they can dig in. Um, Those are even worse because you can't see them. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, you can see them. You don't miss them. (laughs) They sneak in the places. A nice big cockroach, you're like, oh, that's annoying. I can squish it. Yeah, right. A nice big juicy one. Mm. You can track it down. Mm. Yeah, I know. (laughs) The process of moving um, and trying not to take any cockroaches with me was really intense. Like, I I went through so many steps. I found some, like, industrial grade pesticide, insecticide stuff. Mm. Um, And I still, like, saw a couple when I moved in. Mm. And I knew that I'd, like, they were all, like, slow and weird and drugged and dying. So I was pretty sure that I was doing all the right stuff. But I freaked out anyway and told my landladies. Um, and the pest control person that they sent over was like chuckling at me the whole time he was walking through my house because he was so impressed at like what a psycho I was about <laughs> like I was like yeah I, un- I un- like I took all the wall plates off and I like squeezed this dust in here and then I put this like this gel in all of these hinges and he's like okay <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah you did it this is and I was I thought he was laughing at me because I did something wrong but he was laughing at me because it was like he said the most like thorough yeah, residential effort, right? mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> pest control job he'd ever seen. He just kind of like <laughs> retraced my steps yeah. and made me feel good about my efforts. He's like, I should maybe hire her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show you whatever job. <laughs> yep. You need to write a wiki how. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, <laughs> I still get up like, you know how Reddit, <laughs> when you visit a, a subreddit for a while it starts or even like one time it starts recommending things to you mm-hmm. I still get things from like R what is this bug <laughs> and like <laughs> pest control and other stuff that's oh, wow. my identity as far as my phone can tell see I do end up with recommendations for what is this bug but that's just because I want to know what are those bugs yeah, yeah it's a pretty wholesome yeah wholesome space people yeah. are just excited about what is this bug i feel blessed though that i've never had to like look at something and go oh no what is this bug right right, right. Yeah. dale loves that reddit too because same reason you do ellen is just like just loves bugs mm-hmm. but yeah right. th- there's a there's different ways into that space that's yeah. true yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, is, it is kind of fun for people to be like is this a bad bug and see people be like nope it's just a whatever whatever like because they are always sometimes they're just like what's this cool bug but a lot of yeah. it is like what is this bug and should i be Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when it's not, it's like, I feel good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Just a cool bug. <laughs> well, going forward, that can be, you don't, you don't have to get into that space for that same reason. Now you can. Yeah. You can just be like, oh, what is this bug? Yeah. 
I can also be the one who's like, yeah, that's a German cockroach. Right, you've learned enough now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know exactly what those look like. Ooh, <laughs> Sorry yep. about it. Yep. Okay, hard pivot. Yes. What are our nicest games? Right. Steven, give us the disclaimer. All right, yes, this is not the best of 2022. This isn't a definitive list of our favorites. These are just some games. Yeah, who are we to know that? Exactly. <laughs> Everything's established throughout this whole show so far. We don't remember that far into the past. Right. So <laughs> these are probably just things we had on our mind. Um, so these are just some few games that we you know, wanted to talk about because they're cool and they're nice. We wanted to be nice to them. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan is the first one on this list. Okay. Can pivot if you don't want to go first. Well, yeah. No, Wait, I she can pivot? <laughs> no, Mark, you're not allowed to pivot. <laughs> Um, yeah, I can go first. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I forgot that I did finish Metroid Dread this year. You did. In yeah. 2022. So I had to sneak that one onto the list. Um, but I think it was earlier in the year. So that's why I don't re- didn't remember because yeah. I only remember back until October or something. It's surprising um, though, because that was a whole saga that I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. I kept <laughs> like, I'm going to do it now. No, I'm going to do it now. Now, but nope, now I'm going to do, yep, I've And you're the big Metroid it. fan, but Steven and I finished it so that we wouldn't be holding you up. Yeah. So we could talk about it on the show. Yeah, and then it just took forever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I did, I did finish it. You did. Yeah. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the first person to say that, but I do agree with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's one, yes, that's one game I will absolutely be nice to. And I might end up playing that one again. I mean, mm-hmm. that's something I don't do with lots of games because yeah. there's so many other good, like so many games to play. Well, that's um, also a game where you could play it again with an eye towards like improving your performance. Yeah, like it's true. getting through a little faster, more efficiently. Yeah, because it's kind of a knowable kind of path, right? Get that one that one power up that <laughs> you oh, all yeah. know which one I'm talking about. Um, yeah, okay. Um, moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have to put Flappy Dragon because <laughs> yep, <laughs> that was right. a whole thing. Um, Listeners will recall that saga. Yes. Yep. Flappy Dragon spent a lot of time playing Flappy Dragon, and it was. Much more delightful than I expected it to be, and just delightful in general. And I uh, got a bunch of other people into it, and played so much, so much Flappy Dragon. Got yeah. all the dragons, all of them. It was awesome. There's no, there's more now though. I'm sure there are. She got all of them, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen. I very much enjoyed going. Gabler. <laughs> Dang it! I hadn't even thought about it, and now I have to go back. And oh. Look. It worked. Well, tune in next year when it becomes the nicest of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, so this, some of these are like, you know, Banner Saga has been out for a while, mm-hmm. but I finally got around to playing it. And I think that's definitely going to be on my nicest because it was just a really, it was a really big emotional experience. Hmm. Um, and there are two more that I get to play. And so I'm there's so excited. There's two more? I there's knew there three. was a sequel. Yeah, there was a third like one. a trilogy. Banner oh. Saga sounds like an SNES RPG, Is, but it's new. I don't know anything about it. Um, it's newish. It's we, like a, I think it's an indie tactics game. Yeah, right? okay. yeah, with some really high quality story components. Mm. Really great characters. Really great world building and fantastic art and yeah, yeah really moving story. And so uh, it's the first one is the one I'm putting on my nicest of 2022 because I haven't played the second and the third one yet. Mm-hmm. But they are out, and so I'm going to. And I already bought them, and they're ready to go. Yeah. Nice. So also, yeah, we believe you. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm not going to tell you when I'm going to get to them. Right, right, right. right. No, pro- no promises. I'm going to play them, um, but I'm going to play them. And I did play. I played on the Steam Deck, and it was it just worked so smoothly, and it was such a great, you know. Yeah, you want to put the Steam Deck on your list because you really like that. You oh, do. I really do like the Steam Deck. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess <laughs> it's not a game. Uh huh. 
but I did play a lot of the games on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm sure I will this upcoming year too. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then my last one is Endling Extinction is Forever, which we haven't talked about as a team because I played it over the holiday break. Mm. Ah. Um, and that was one that I was really looking forward to in 2022. I think I might have mentioned it on my nicest or my like looking forward to games mm-hmm. of 20, you know, whatever, however the oh, calendar map is out. script because I forgot to check to see what our anticipateds were from last year. Oh, yeah. See how, oh. That, see how that lined up. Yeah. I'm sure mine. Actually, I did check mine. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah. Oh, but, but continue. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure Endling was on my list from last year. Okay, yeah. And it came out and it was great. And it was also an emotional journey. Really, really stuck with me. Yes. I mean, the title kind of tells you that it's going to be a sad story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, a little bit. Not really a spoiler to tell you that, but, yeah. uh, and that can be tough. Like, it sometimes takes me a long time to get, to, like, work my way up into a game that I know is going to be sad. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just installed um, Hellblade, Son of a Sacrifice, mm-hmm. which was what has been around for a while. It's just, like, I, I, I've owned it for a while. I just haven't felt like I was in the right headspace to take it on. Yeah. And I worried a little bit that Endling was going to be sort of like that game, but like that kind of game where I needed to be in the right headspace for it. But it got me there, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought that was really powerful. And I really appreciated that from the game designers because you don't have a lot of time to play games. You got stuff to do, right? And dogs to walk and like sleep to have and stuff. And <laughs> so sometimes you just got to trust that the game is going to put you in the right headspace. You don't have to wait to be in the right headspace to play it. Yeah. And I thought it, it did a really good job of, of doing that. But those are my four. Metroid Dread, Flappy Dragon, Banner Saga, and Endling. Mm-hmm. And two of those, Metroid and Endling, were on your, your most anticipated last year. Yeah, sweet. Mm-hmm. What else did I have on there? I don't know. Maybe nothing? Weird West, Tiny Tina Wonderlands, Mars First Logistics. Yeah, that's, oh. yeah, well, okay, noted. <laughs> uh okay i'm next yeah. um and i the i only had two things on my anticipated last year and they both ended up on my list hey um and uh well sort of uh mario and rabbit sparks of hope mm-hmm. wasn't on my list i wasn't expecting it i i, I think even at that time last year i was i did like the first one mm-hmm. but i was like eh, whatever yeah. but i really really enjoyed it and i've talked about it on the show before uh, listeners can go back and find that use the handy search function on the website. Hey, yes. Um, Because I think I do talk in depth about, like, how they changed the systems and my skepticism about that and how I was totally won over by it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that one was a total blast, Um, in spite of the rabbits. Yeah, um, everybody says that they hate the rabbits. Because the rabbits are dumb. I mean, it, it is correct to hate the rabbits, but I, it's but the I thing totally is, understand it's, that. it's fine. Like, yeah, okay, <laughs> you can Great hate them, games. and then they, then then they can't hurt you. They're also <laughs> supposed to be hated. That's like literally their lore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like they invade Rayman's world or whatever, and they're obnoxious, and Rayman is trying to get rid of them, and that's the whole story. Yeah, you're not supposed to like them. Yeah, <laughs> and job done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they can't hurt you. Mm-hmm. They're just there. <laughs> they can't hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> rabid luigi can't hurt you uh-huh. uh, i love that game yeah uh, i am looking forward to the next one um i also i had stray on my anticipated mm-hmm. and i what i said at the time was it's got cities it's got robots and you play as a cat and that's kind of my review of it yeah. <laughs> um i talked about it on the show before too about how i think it has it's limited scope and ambition mm-hmm. which is not something you normally say is think is good about a game yeah i think really served it mm. it was a small experience it was mechanically i, I kind of want to say superficial oh, but that's okay. damning it with faint praise but that is one of the things that's great about it i mm. think mm. um it's just it is what it is it's excellent at it and it didn't break a ton of new ground but that wasn't what it 
I mean, maybe people wanted it to, sure. but when you play it, it's it doesn't demand that of itself. Yeah. And okay. So I really, really liked it for that reason. It felt like a a pa- perfect package yeah. in a way that a lot of games aren't. Well, they'll be really very ambitious in one area, and then they fall on another area, and you love it all the same. This one just felt like really well calibrated. Yeah. Cool. Anybody else play Stray? I did not. No nose around the room. No. Wait, Holly, you didn't play Stray? Oh, I know. <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> you As a person cats. with a cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, this is this has been lobbed at me by multiple people actually at this ah. point. Um, no, I just d- didn't have my PlayStation plugged in for a while, <laughs> or like I think I probably went. I was like, okay, it's time to play Stray, and then like my controller or my controller wasn't charged. Like, ah, oh, that's too much friction for me. <laughs> you know, fair. <laughs> Going yeah, back yeah. to what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'll get pressured into it eventually. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll just add to it here. Just play, yeah. play Stray. It's yeah. good. You'll like it. Um, Cats, Robots, City. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sold. Also on my anticipated last year was The Playdate, um, mm, which yeah. came out, mm. and I did enjoy playing a lot of the games on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to play them in advance because I had the, the demo unit, and I also I had to play test. I had to help. Uh, it wasn't play test. It was sort of a little uh, low-impact QA. They had ah. all the, the preview developers do, so I got yeah. to play all of them before they came out. And so I kind of missed the launch in a way. Mm-hmm. Like um, Everyone got to sort of experience that. And so I, I sort of watched it from afar, sure. which is why I didn't really think about putting it on the list yeah. um, for what nicest, because it was a different experience for me, mm-hmm. even though I really enjoyed a lot of those games. Um, what was, um, oh yeah, so Stray was on there and then Played 8. Um, what I missed entirely until it came out was Last Call BBS, ah. which is a um, the, the last game from Zachtronics, um, which we'll be talking next week mm. to, um, to Zach from Zachtronics, so I'm sure I'll ask him about this. Yeah. Um, but Last Call BBS is sort of a, it's a very... It's a very Zachtronics, Zachtronics game. <laughs> it's a fake fake operating system game with a bunch of mini games um, with a interesting like meta story that you kind of uncover as you poke around, but mm. it doesn't make any demands on the player to do any of that. Mm. Um, oh, interesting. And so it's just, it's just there for you to discover, which is something that we're trying to do with Dream Settler. And as I picked it up because it was a fake OS game, I'm working on a fake OS game, yeah. and I was like, Interesting, because it's getting good reviews. So I want to see the choices they make. I want to see the expectations players have mm-hmm. and how they were met by this game, because that can inform us going forward. And it was really interesting because they're really nothing like it's really nothing like what we're doing in Dream Settler. Uh-huh. And that ended up f- making me like really. I got to enjoy it on its own on its own terms, yeah. oh, rather nice. than comparatively to the game I was working on. Even though that's what I expected to be doing. Yeah. Um, and I just really, really loved it. Yeah. Um, in, a, in a way, again, I guess just same thing with Stray. It's like I love games that are well made and are not like that. Their ambition doesn't ruin what is a great idea. Game that knows what it's about. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't want to say that I just love small games. And like that's what I mean. Sure. But it it sort of comes out that way sometimes. Like that's the upshot a lot of times. Well, is, one is of that... the benefits of it being a small game is they can't they did decide to make that focus, right? If yeah. it was a bigger game, it would be easier to you know add more stuff in there and it could muddy the message. Yeah, and I think there's a sort of a counterintuitive thought to this too, which is sort of one of my theories of games, which is like a game like like I like the Assassin's Creed series, sure, not yeah. lately, but I've been a big fan of it for a long time. Yeah. And those games are so big mm-hmm. that they end up being like not that interesting ultimately sure, because yeah. there, there's just so much surrounding it that you lose all of the moments in the fog of it. Yep. Um, like the last of us TV show came out and I was, 
I was like, oh, I should avoid spoilers on the show because I forgot this plot of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, even though I played it, it's like, oh, because it's so big and so ambitious that all the interesting moments get just lost. Yeah. Because uh, you just cannot help of that. And so I think it's sort of counterintuitive. A smaller game can have a greater impact because yeah. of that, I think. Yeah. And I think Last Call BBS is it just, it, it's a peek into this alternate universe um, that is, um, it, it, its success narratively is very satisfying for me working on something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way it's structured is very different from how we're building our fake OS. Um, and so that let me enjoy it on its own terms. So I really, really got a kick out of it. Cool. Cool. That's my list. Nice. Okay. Is it my turn now? Sure is. Yeah. Kirby, end of list. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Let I me have... just check the anticipated from last year to see oh, if you put that on there. I yeah, did. Of, yeah. Course yeah. of course you did. Of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> Those are <red>. Yeah, no, uh, that game was amazing, um, and I love it, and uh, I don't know what else to say about it. I probably talked about it a bunch and over the years of episodes we had. So well, we all played it, right? Yeah. I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Adorable. Holly, tell me about it. <laughs> um, wow. So Kirby is a, I've heard you like a marshmallow <laughs> creature, uh-huh. character, very yeah. pink. The uh-huh. goal of the game is to kill everything that's cuter than you, <laughs> pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. and it, it really pulls it off. Uh, there's lots of, uh, the large mouth mode or whatever that that's called. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What's it called? Mouthful mode. Mouthful. Yep. Large mouth mode is kind of good. Large for mouth yeah. mode. Yeah. Uh, you know, you suck up cars and so yeah. on. That's pretty uh, I love fun. being in a car. Yeah. Pretty fun. Um, you have a little helper per usual. Uh-huh. Um, don't remember what its name is. It looks kind of like a bunny bird. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you holding your tongue over there? <laughs> Travel from world to world. It's a lot of words I wouldn't use right now, but I don't think I should say them on air. It's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. So when, when, did that, when did that game come out? It was summertime, right? Uh, yeah, was, yeah. No, it was before that. Was oh, it? Yep. Oh, it was a little bit before that. Yeah. So you. So you've been finished with it for a while. Yes. So looking back, like. Uh, in the pantheon of Kirby games. Oh, it's still up there, yeah. Yeah? Uh, it's one of my favorites. Like, I think my favorite Kirby game is Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, which came out on the Game Boy Advance. And that has, like, a Metroidvania-y thing kind of mm-hmm. going on a little bit. But, like, this is probably my second or third favorite Kirby yeah. game, I think. It's just very good. It it really... <laughs> what? It just came to me. The helper looked like a mouse, not a bunny. Keep going. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and I, I, I could just execute it Kirby stuff really well, but in a way that was unique and fresh. Yeah. Um, and I just, it's very impressive. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think it was, I thought it was, it was just, it's a very good game. Very good game. I don't have a lot of Kirby experience, but I recall it's, it's moved to, to, to 3D mm-hmm. seemed relatively seamless. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you didn't know it was the first 3D Kirby, it wouldn't surprise, or it would surprise you yeah. to, to learn that. Yeah, exactly. It, it was, I was, I was, that particular fact, I was very impressed with how they pulled that off because it really didn't feel that different from other Kirby games mm-hmm. yeah. as a By result. the end of the game, I forgot that it was their first 3D. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was so cool. It's great. I <laughs> love the boss fights in that game. Boss fights are good. Uh, which is not something I normally love about games, mm. but I was really into it. Kirby boss fights are pretty fun. Mm-hmm. They get long sometimes, especially at the end, but uh, <laughs> pretty fun. Yeah. But I have more things on my list. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> they're not as important, but they're on here. Yeah. Splatoon 3. We've been playing that a lot. I've been playing with Holly. Woo! Um, and that is fun. Uh, it's a good time. I like playing it with my friends. Uh, yeah. I haven't played... I haven't gotten into a Splatoon game since the first one. I got into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I bought the second one. I played it, like, twice. 
yeah. I feel like. Um, but the third one I've been playing a lot more, and that's been good. It, would you attribute that to it being like it's it's not more comfortable on Switch? Because it was really much a Wii U game. Like, yeah. Yeah. Part of it was, yeah, it was the Wii U game, and there just wasn't that many games, I guess, that I wanted to. Other than well, I, I mean, it was like designed for the Wii U. Yeah, exactly. And like it, it had a. It, its strength was the the hardware integration. Yeah. But they figured it out to yeah. make it good on Switch. To make it work on Switch. Yeah, and I think maybe it took a couple um, games before it worked on me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I've been enjoying that, so that's been good. Uh, it's still, you know, new content is still being added to it and stuff. There's another Splatfest in a week, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's next weekend. Yep. Um, so that'll be a thing. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. I have some honorable mentions uh-huh. that aren't, like in the nicest, not because they're not good or interesting, but because they're kind of exceptions. Uh-huh. Um, Rumbleverse is on his, this list because I like watching it on Twitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy playing the game, um, but I don't play it that much. Uh, I just enjoy watching it. And so it's introduced me to a bunch of streamers that I um, would not have been introduced to otherwise. So that has been nice about the game. Mm-hmm. And it, it's fun to watch. Um, but it's also fun to play. I just, I don't know. It, uh, I don't know. It's cool, but I haven't played it as much as I thought I would have. Yeah. Um, another game on here is a board game, which I don't know if we've ever put. We've put board games on here before, but we're, I'm going to do it again. Sort Maybe, of. but I'm not going to check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit Island. I've been playing that um, with some friends uh, every once in a while, and that's really fun. Um, it is a complicated board game, but it's it's a, it's all cooperative, uh-huh. and um, it's interesting how like all of the different spirits work. Um, they're all designed in a way that thematically is cool and interesting, um, but they all play differently enough for you to, uh, you know, feel different for all. There's enough variety in the game where you can come back to it over mm. and over and over again. Uh, the games can take a little while; they take a few hours, but um, mm-hmm. but they're fun. So yeah, those are those are my honorable mentions. But basically, Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't forget. I mean, this wouldn't make it into your top games if it doesn't make it in your top games, and it didn't make it in mine either. But uh, Kirby's Kirby Dream Buffet. Kirby. Yeah. What a fun little like aside. Yeah, that game's very cute. Mm-hmm. Good. Kirby you get racing. so big. Mm-hmm. You do get big, <laughs> big and chunky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was sort of described to me as like uh, Fall Guys, but Kirby. But, yeah. But I, when I mentioned that to you, you were like, "Oh, whoa, no, that's not." I think it. the reason I said that is because I don't like Fall Guys. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but also, it didn't seem like that when I watched the trailer. But then I played the game, and it is a little bit like Fall Guys. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not like a big, you know, massively, there's only four players in each thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's, it doesn't have that going for it, but it is, it is kind of similar. There's a lot of like side things you do yeah, that, that yeah. aren't just racing. Um, it's fun. That's a good time. Thing. It's mm-hmm. worth the 15 bucks or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The little, like the idea of a spinoff game is kind of an old idea, mm-hmm. but it's kind of fun when they do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just roll your little characters, and you get bigger and bigger because you're eating cake. Yeah. Cake-related things and other foods. Yep. Um, the three the three food groups, cake, cake-related, other. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's just a goofy little time. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't not have fun when you pick it up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Holly, you have games you've yep, brought to the I just, table. I know. I just opened my phone to refresh myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, the my fir- nicest. Oh, the first one on your list is one that we've been threatening to put on this list yeah. for a long time because been threatening. Well, years and years of Martha anticipating it. Yes, true. And then it finally came out, and, and then, then she didn't play. And it. then she didn't play it. Yeah. <laughs> no. So it never got put on the list. So listeners may always... know what we're talking about, but Holly, 
Ooblets. Ooblets. <laughs> uh, Ooblets. It was my year for Ooblets. Both it, the 1.0 came out, so it yeah. came out of early access this year, but also I hadn't played it before. Mm. Um, and I started playing it because I had like my dates mixed up for when it was coming to Switch or something. Yeah. Um, and I had the wrong date, and so I like quickly anticipated. I like looked. I was like, "Oh, it's Ooblets time!" Um, and it, it was like, "No, that's happening in three months." And then I just I got frustrated and put it on my PC, which isn't my gaming platform of choice mostly because ah. I have a very uncomfortable chair ah. that I've just decided to not fix. Um, anyway, um, and just like threw myself into it, then bought it again for Switch when it came out. Um, the 1.0. Um, what a game. So cute. I got so many people <laughs> sold on it to like come along with me. I'm like, listen, <laughs> listen, you have a farm. And they're like, I, I love that. And I'm like, you grow little friends and you make them dance battle. <laughs> um, and just, yeah, aesthetics on point. I love the writing. Like, it doesn't have to have an involved or um, twisty plot if you mm-hmm. just like have as good of word choices as they do. Mm-hmm. Every, every term feels like. Um, the like long ago I, w- I don't even know if it's a meme or just a post that stuck with me um but like a, a long ago meme or any meme about like uh that that makes like fake british terms for things oh, yeah. <laughs> like we call it a sidewalk and they call it a like a w- walkie line you know that's not <laughs> yeah. real. like they i can't do it on my <laughs> i can't right, do it yeah. on my feet but it's it, the idea is it's yeah making silly sounding anyway that's like the names of every every object in the game and every mm. location and every person and it's just good. <laughs> That's nice. That's just cool. a good time. Yeah. Ooblets can't recommend it enough. Yeah, yeah, Martha. Yeah, Martha. <laughs> I feel Martha, bad. please. Play Ooblets already. Play it. Come on. I give me a reason to replay Ooblets. <laughs> <laughs> Any game like that that gets me into like, you know, the cozy game flow state. Um, so good or, yeah or any game that I get far enough along in it I'm like I could optimize and I'm gonna restart and get to like <laughs> figure it all out over again that's that's my jam yeah I also put Splatoon 3 on here yay um, I have a fun group of pals that I play Splatoon with we have another Splatfest coming up where right. we make Steven do things he doesn't like yeah. to we, they make me change my name the stuff yeah. I don't want to change my we name to we drag Steven kicking and screaming yeah. um, every Splatfest <laughs> yeah. uh, well I really like this game now <laughs> <laughs> It's um, because we saw like ages ago they had a Splatfest that was like ketchup versus mayo. It was in like Splatoon 2. Yeah. And we encountered a team that had changed their names to all these kind of like twisty, incorrect versions of tomato based with their name. So it was like Tim Tom Toe and Tom Tom Tomato Dan and so on. (laughs) And we were like, that is so funny. (laughs) Um, And so now based on what what we select as our team for Splatfest. So the next one coming up is chocolates. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's dark chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate. We we pull, we do themed names and Steven hates it uh, because you can't change your name for 30 days now yeah, after so then you do it. Stuck with it. Yeah, before you used to just be able to change like your display name on Switch and yeah. it went back. Yeah. Uh, but now... If you, I'm going to be Toblerone for 30 days. <laughs> um, the I, last one, poor Steven, <laughs> you advocated for Team Sour. And then we're like, oh, like Olivia Rodrigo's 2021 album Sour. And Steven was like, what's that? And then we're like, well, sorry. Now this is our naming convention. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like it a little better if I got to choose the conventions we picked the names from. <laughs> you, you just got to like yeah, say it loud right. and proud. <laughs> 
Well, the next one I'll be Hershey's, so um, yeah, that, I got to pick that one, and I feel better about that. Yeah, one. Okay. yeah that's good. That's good. And our friend Reese, who never changes their name, is already ready. Yeah, <laughs> yep. um, which is great. Uh, so Splatoon three, all about it. Mm-hmm. I threw in some honorable mentions. Also, um, I played and really loved Bear and Breakfast. A lot of these, you'll find a theme that it's like surrounding like decorating. Mm-hmm. and cute items and like running a shop or a farm or a shop in a farm or a cult <laughs> or a cult uh <laughs> which surprisingly kind of same thing really like Baron breakfast i was really mad about how the plot turned out oh, it was yeah. a game that didn't need a plot first of all mm-hmm. but then partway through i kind of like wrote my own version of how it was going mm. uh, it, it it seemed from different like cutscenes and not even cutscenes, like just side mentions that it was going in a direction of like some kind of overthrow of the government or something due to climate change. Oh, um, because you're playing a bear, you're rehabbing these these beds and breakfasts, um, and there's a re- for some reason there was a big fire and all the humans left and they're just kind of coming back and so I thought that it was going in that direction and mm-hmm. they really took it somewhere else and. Because I was so sure of what was happening, I was, like, so mad. Ah. <laughs> I was like, this isn't right. <laughs> you had a nice, tight little story here, uh, and you went somewhere I didn't want. And <laughs> and because I wrote my own version of it, I'm mad. Yeah. You know, that's that's a particular risk for cozy games. Mm. Yeah. Because people really, they like, they become part of that world. They make it their own. And then it's really easy to betray that trust because yeah. of how much people get involved in those sorts yeah. of things. Yeah. So it's a, it's a hard task to do. Right. To... to if you if you want to be ambitious with your storytelling, um, you're gonna you're gonna anger a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm, and I think I'm with that like that with lots of games mm-hmm. anyway. That I'm like either give me no plot, or it better be perfect. <laughs> um, because the, for some reason the middle just makes me mad. Yeah. Um, I played Cult of the Lamb. I don't think I finished it because I moved into my Ooblets phase. <laughs> um, yep. Like a lot of games, it like I had some initial moments of. Like, whew, oh, that's a lot. <laughs> um, I would relate it to, like, games where you do a lot of hunting. Like, your red's dead. Red deads. <laughs> um, where I'm like, oh, I don't want to kill, I don't want to. And then eventually I'm like, oh, I got to get I gotta get the achievement for killing everything. And I'm, like, <laughs> shooting a songbird with a shotgun without even thinking twice. Oh, Same thing yep. with Cult of the Lamb. I'm like, I'm not going to sacrifice someone. Oh, no. Like, why is this so satanic feeling all of this and then finally you're just like yeah it's a cult (laughs) Um, give yourself over to it (laughs) yeah yeah like you get i'm just gonna compost my followers and they die and it's fine Mm -hmm. um i mean at least that's kind of green yeah that's responsible i was i think i was a pretty responsible cult leader all in all you sacrificed a few people (laughs) i guess so yeah actually i found out when i because it is a game where you can restart and like optimize a little bit that i like misread that and it didn't have to go the sacrifice route at all <laughs> ah it's just where your soul took you yeah you get to kind of pick views mm. mm-hmm. oh well see see <laughs> yeah oh, um and gosh. i put slime rancher 2 on here um Woo-hoo. which is in early access and i'm mm-hmm. playing it right now ah. um which is exciting, but I didn't play it in 2022, so well, couldn't go. Okay, that's why it's an honorable mention. So. We'll, yeah. we'll come back to that. Yeah, it's, we'll allow it insofar that you've uh, contributed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll come back to Slime Rancher yeah. too. Yeah. 
So, folks, we've heard the show costs money. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. That's a true fact, correct? It is. It's still it is true. So, where does that money come from? <laughs> Good question. Uh, our Patreon. Yeah. Comes from our Patreon. NiceGames.club slash Patreon. That's right. Some of that money comes from Patreon and from the folks who've elected. Just give us that money. Yes. Can you believe that's how it works? Is we just ask them and then they just give us some money? I know. What a, what's a, what a weird kind. Well. It's, it goes over my head sometimes. Well. Um, but you get some cool things for being a contributor on the Patreon. And uh, newer than had been before. This is a new pitch, yes. in a sense, for the new year. Um, you've always gotten some exclusive content. Mm-hmm. Um, you've always gotten the satisfaction and warm feeling in your heart of supporting the show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know you. You may not... That may not be enough for you. But we're also offering now uh, ad-free episodes. So you can uh, listen through the feed on Patreon. And then no more ads. Because uh, these days the show has ads. Because I heard it costs money to make the show. (laughs) Yes. And some of the money comes from there. But if you want to give us the money, then, like, you don't need to hear those ads. Right. And we're making that happen for you this year. So that's that's my strongest pitch for Patreon. Does anyone got something better? Uh, Ellen's dogs. If there's dog stuff on there. Right. Oh, uh, I should put some more dog stuff up there. Yes! Yeah. Okay, right. there you go. Keep there that go. value new, high. Yeah. New dog stuff Ho- coming. Holly, do you think we could put a couple pictures of your cat on there? If you really want to. <laughs> yes! We're going to make so much money, y'all. He's <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful cat. A beautiful cat. There's a reason he's been adopted three separate times and returned multiple times as well. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Are we getting... You gonna write it up and we put that on the Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> Why my cat is bad. The saga of Holly's <laughs> cat. Not, not just the cat pictures, but also the cat backstories. Oh. Yeah, and all the pictures of <laughs> all my like bites and scars along my arms. Yeah, well, maybe not those, but <laughs> you, you can get that and more at <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Nice Games Club. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, folks. 2022. Old news. Yep. Finally, uh, you know, wiped it off the table. We can finally move on. It's time for 2023. (laughs) here a month and a half late uh let's talk about our most anticipated games so i'm going to preempt this because a bunch of us put this on the list let's just talk about it now uh 
Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Right, yes. Is that on every one of our lists? Yes. I didn't put it on my list. It, well, it's not on Steven's list, but let's pretend that it was. Right. So I mean, I didn't put it on my list specifically because I knew everybody would talk about it. So. I know. <laughs> right, fair, fair, fair. I like, put it on my list with a big asterisk. I'm like, if anyone else wants to talk about it, I could talk about other things. So I'll say I really like that yeah. we know nothing about this game. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's like one and a half trailers, and it's coming out next month. Yep. Yeah. And oh I think God. that's great. I mean, one, it's a franchise that they get to do that. They yeah. sort of have right. the trust of their audience. But it's kind of great because it will... I'm not going to get hyped out the way you can. My expectations are a Zelda game. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It can't. It can't fail to meet my expectations. Well, specifically, it's a sequel to a Zelda game, right? right? Yeah. So you uh, know enough about it. If you played Breath of the Wild, you know enough about it yeah. that you're like, oh, I played Breath of the Wild. I like that. Right. This game is probably going to be at least more of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a sequel yeah. to a Breath, of, you know, to a Zelda game that I loved. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not someone who like 100 percented all of the seeds, but like. I really loved that game. I had a really great time mm-hmm. and got such cool ponies. Really exci- such cool ponies. Yeah. All the best ponies. Did you get the really big one? Oh, the chunky yeah. boy? Nice. Of course yes. I did, Mark. <laughs> yes. And the white one. Uh-huh. And yeah. then some special ones that were really fast. Oh. Yep. They speedy. Barely. Yep. All the five spurs. <laughs> all Man, five I spurs. could get from one end of that map to the other end of the map, like... <laughs> Best travel who? Yeah, I didn't do that. I got my horse. Didn't do that exactly. Yeah. Uh, did um, you get the motorcycle DLC? No. <laughs> See, I feel like it kind of ruins the whole value of the horse. Exactly. You have a motorcycle. I don't, I don't. I don't. I want the horse. I don't want the motorcycle. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So I am looking forward to Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. For sure. Holly. Yeah. This game could be. Fifty percent as good of as Breath of the Wild, and I would still love it. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, I'm with sign you me there. up, put me in there. I've gotten partway through other Zelda games in like the pre-Breath of the Wild era, and been like, yeah. you know what? I know what's coming. I'm gonna get my boomerang. <laughs> I'm gonna get, and just kind of petered out. Yeah. Um, and like Breath of the Wild was such a reset that I'm just I'm down for more of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The 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 Zelda games I loved were the 3DS games. Mm. And they're very different from any other... I mean, maybe not any other, but they're very different from Breath of the Wild. Yes. And so Breath of the Wild, I think there's a lot of people who just knows that game and nothing else. Yeah. And I feel like, but I'm a Zelda fan, but actually there's only a couple of Zelda games I really caught on to, mm. and, and those ones are especially different. It's interesting you this. bring that up, actually, because I know some Zelda fans who did not like Breath of the Wild, specifically you because... You don't. <laughs> I do! There's, that's Charles not a, isn't people. There's no person Name that described that is, fits that description. Name them. Charles specifically has not played the game, it, yeah. uh-huh. and I'm very upset about that because I bought him the game and the DLC, and he's yet to play it. He's um, just revving you up. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he uh, loves it. That's exactly why he's doing it, and it works, and I hate it. Uh, <laughs> but the reason why they didn't like Breath of the Wild is because it changes the formula from the other 3D Zelda games, like oh, um, sure. Ocarina of Time and stuff. They're very different from, like, Breath of the Wild is more like the very first Zelda game, um, except, you know, not 2D, it's in 3D. Yeah, I, I think I've heard that comparison before, yeah. and I think that's a little bit of a too cute by half comparison. Mm. It, like, it, it's reminiscent of the milieu of the first game. Yeah. But it doesn't really play the same. Well, like I mean, no, it doesn't literally yeah. play the same. No, I, I know, but I mean, the... even in the way people describe it, it's, I, to it, me it's, it's just a very, it's a very fun roundabout little oh. story. I, I don't know that it's actually true. Sure. Yeah, I don't know if they were in the design board going, this is what we want, the old game, but in 3D. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I, I think that it changes the, the formula of other games yeah. in a way that, like... And I played a little bit of Twilight Princess, yeah. but I didn't play Ocarina of Time. So yeah. I guess it was easier. it's easier for me to describe it as just wholly separate rather than 
uh, like uh, something uh, that's that's different in a bad way because yeah. I don't really have a lot of connection to those other three Zeldas. Yeah, I liked them. I liked them both. I just have yeah. never really thought about it as like a. I should like one more than the other. I yeah. really liked. I mean, really liked Ocarina of Time. Really liked Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's one that I gave up on. Yeah. 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 It got a re-release, uh, and they were they were very clear. You don't have to do the motion control, folks. <laughs> Which to me was like, oh, you're giving up. But yeah. uh, it I, wasn't that for me. It was the freaking sword guide lady always popping up and telling me what to do. Oh yeah, naughty <laughs> but like worse. Yeah, worse <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, but so Tears of the Kingdom could be like, like you said, it could be half as good. It doesn't. It could it could even be kind of bad, and I'll still love it. Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's. I'm in. I'm very curious. Yeah, at the very least. I think that's why I didn't put it on this list. I'm curious. I want to know what it is. But yeah. I'm glad that I, I, I went looking for a trailer to see if there was anything specific I could talk <laughs> about because like I'm anticipating it without knowing anything about it. Yeah. Um. And like Mark said, there's nothing out about it. Yeah. Um. Which is fine. Yeah. 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 Cool. We're all in the same situation. Yeah. There my, I. I there might be a case where the game comes out and it's so similar to Breath of the Wild, like expansion pack style, yeah. that that might that there might be a backlash. Yeah. But I feel like it's the I I do feel like it's the right strategy because whatever it is will be delightful yeah. and surprising, and so why bother with the hype? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. in that unique position yeah. where they get to do that. Yeah. Uh, in, except for that instance that I that could possibly happen, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I'm far enough out from when I played Breath of the Wild last that. That'd be fine too. Like, right? Yeah. No, I'm, right. I'm with you. I just, yeah. yeah, I just wonder what. I guess I, I, guess I, I wonder what yeah. other people's expectations are because there isn't a community shared expectation. So everyone's got yeah. their different view about what to expect. So it might be like really uh, wild and diverse, and we might be, we might be very surprising what the reaction from the audience is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because not we haven't formed it yet. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's kind of a cool thing to be able to also anticipate. Yeah. You know. So, all right. Check. <laughs> all right ellen what's el- what else is on your list um okay this was actually on my list last year as well but mm-hmm. they have a release date on their steam page oh. now and that is mars first mars first logistics um so yeah they said 2023 on their page now and that is exciting i just want to do bad machines on mars yeah it just looks so goofy and physics you know base builder but mm-hmm. goofy and make silly machines that look kind of wobbly. And I love the art style. I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope that they can release this year. It'd be really, really sweet. Yeah. Um. So it also looks like, it, you know, it looks like taking a lot of work. We all know how that goes um, because it is a lot of work. And so if they need more time, that's okay. I'll put it on the list for next year. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm still looking forward to that. And then there, so there are some highlights from the backlog that I want to get to this year. Right. Uh, the rest of the Banner Saga trilogy... Um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I played oh, that. Oh yeah, I didn't love it. It's okay. I didn't. I didn't really love the first one though. So maybe it's not telling you anything. Yeah, mm. yeah. I I want to get to it. Yeah. I guess I'm you know curious about how they approached it. Yeah, gorgeous as hell. Oh yeah. yeah. That reason alone, it's worth the play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Slime Rancher Two is on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I guess that would be like a one that's most anticipated. It's not. A, it's a highlight from the backlog. I I think I move that up into the actual most anticipated because I. I really did love Slime Rancher one. Yeah, mm. it's just wholesome. It's just good. Yep. Yeah, getting those plorts. Yep, plorting, plorting it up, <laughs> plorting it up. Slimes. As a sequel, what is it? Does it have new mechanics or new? Nope. Fr- it's just more sure. of the same. Sure, just not so far. Yeah. Not in early access anyway. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if it's just more slimes, 
more plorts. I'm yeah. good yeah. with that. I feel like that's like a that is a sequel strategy that makes sense for this quote unquote franchise. Yeah. It's just like more. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like I it's it's been fun. I've been playing it, as I mentioned. It's been fun like rediscovering the things that I forgot about. It's been fun being like, Oh, I haven't seen you before. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, do a lot of that noise mm-hmm. my cat perks up like oh are you talking to me like no, no i don't no. only talk to you in the high voice <laughs> i talk to my slimes <laughs> exactly yeah and they could combine and make new slimes yep a real joy yeah and largos just... largos those yeah how do those the largos yeah it must be largos largos that's what the combined big slimes are called. Big Say that term a few more times so it actually exists. Largo. Okay, yeah. Looks like Key Largo. But just, just Largo. Largo. Okay. Maybe yep. it's Largo? All right. You, right. I was, like, I was, okay, we're moving yeah. on. Okay. <laughs> I regret we'll, my decisions. We'll find out more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll call you about this later. <laughs> yeah, you can just find me on Discord and Yeah, we'll f- we'll figure out this mystery. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. Um and then I think I think I will finally get around to playing cyberpunk yeah there's a lot of they keep announcing new content for it so there's probably not i mean i'm not high on that game but there's probably never a bad time to start it because it's you know it's quote-unquote fixed now so well yeah a lot of (laughs) they fix a lot of things and it also seems to be something where it wasn't just about the game it was also about kicking off this whole multimedia franchise thing that's probably going to continue to give so i think you're right there's no bad time to start it yeah Mm. yeah I mean, I've expressed some criticism on its storytelling choices and how it's marketed itself, but yeah. it's that was so long ago now that I'm like, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, no, for there's sure. There's a lot of cool content. People seem to like it now, so whatever. And I, I've never it had a disastrous launch, famously, but like that's never bothered me because I'm always I'm always on the side of like give yeah. give the devs an effing break. Yeah, <laughs> like if a yeah. game is bu- buggy, so what? You know, like you, the yeah. games are cheap. It's you're not. You know. Yeah, yeah. Some of the purest comedy in the world too. Just like, Look what's happening. <laughs> That's right true. Now. There's yeah. that that alone too has yeah. made that worth it. Um, but uh, but yeah, they just keep adding stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love a good cyberpunk world. Like mm-hmm. um, we tried to play Shadowrun at one point. Ooh, boy. <laughs> um, really cool world building. Very crazy system. Mm. Um, but I always love a good cyberpunk setting. And I really did love the Netflix series. So I'm excited to kind of yeah. like play some play in the world for a little bit. Maybe not too much. That'd be cool. That's my list. Okay, on to me. Um, Dale has been playing the Horizon games. Yes. Um, because she loves any game with a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I made sure she got her hands on that. those. Uh, she's playing through the um, Forbidden West right now. Okay. And I have not played either of them, even though this seems really m- up my alley. Yeah. Because um, yeah. they're like, I mean, they're basically Assassin's Creed games. And I kind of. <laughs> yeah, they are. But, yeah. but they haven't been poisoned by a decade of inching towards RPGs. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, I should, I should love them. But I'm actually just enjoying watching Dale play them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the VR version or the VR spinoff, Horizon Call of the Mountain, is going to come out. Very soon, um, from when you're listening to this. Do you play as Aloy? Um, actually, I don't. I think so. I don't know. Mm, okay. In any case, it's a PSVR game. Yeah. A PSVR 2. And so um, I bought Dale a PSVR 2. Wow. How about I'm going to play that game, too? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm just really excited about PSVR. Yeah. It's been a while since I've... I mean, when when VR... I might have talked about it on the show before, but I feel like VR was a passing interest for me as a developer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I never had any as I became more of a professional developer I couldn't put my time into VR anymore because it, it became a hobby yeah. to work to make things for VR yeah. and so I just couldn't justify working with it and that sapped a lot of my enthusiasm for it as a gamer as well yeah. that I wasn't 
it made me a little sad, like, oh, play this cool VR game, but I'm not working on VR games. And so I kind of, I backed myself into a weird situation where I, mm-hmm. I wasn't enjoying VR because I, I just felt like I was missing out on what, on it as a, anyway, because it was so fun. Sure, yeah. And I loved working yeah, on, on yeah. VR demos and, and prototypes and stuff. Um, but uh, PSVR 2, I'm just excited about it because I'm like, okay, sure, I'm a licensed PlayStation developer these days. I could make something for it, mm-hmm. but like, they're not giving out dev units, uh, you know, uh, uh, or uh, of those just yet. Yeah. So right now, all it is is a gaming headset that I can buy and play. Sure. So I have none of my other baggage attached to it. Yeah. So I'm just, and it's it's supposedly. Uh, it's very like it, it is a step up in a way that's very impressive a lot of uh, um, impressions went out in the past month or so so I'm just like great a cool piece of gamer kit which yeah. is uh, Sweet. It, these days is less and less of a feeling I ever get anymore hmm. so I'm very excited about that um, next thing is an Assassin's Creed game Assassin's Creed Mirage oh. who knows if it will come out this year but I'm excited for it because they're getting rid of all that RPG nonsense. Ah. It's a back to basics thing to launch their new. I mean, it's it's all tied up with their very you know a world of Assassin's Creed app where all the games will be released through blah blah blah. Oh, it's it's like a big ambitious plan for the future of Assassin's Creed. Okay, but the first thing is going to be a Assassin's Creed game. Okay, <laughs> that is that just gets rid of all the stuff from um from Odyssey and Origins. Yeah, um, which and and uh, Valhalla, which got a little rid of bit of a, a rid of it. A little bit, sure. If I'm saying that clearly, um, people love that though. So I'm actually kind of surprised. It might just be because they're so ambitious and how they're structuring like the, their future plans that they do want to start smaller, hmm. more, more, more traversal, parkour, stealth, the stuff Assassin's Creed is about yeah. As, yeah. mechanically, yeah. and less about what it became, which is just like I'm level 14, that guy's level 15, and I have these three things to lose. I think I can go and stab him in the face, like, <laughs> it, it, but it's gonna be, a, but it's gonna be a three minute sword fight, and you know, I, I, it's like that, none of that sounds like Assassin's Creed to me, yeah. and like the last three games was, have been nothing but that. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited about that. I feel like that's the thing most likely to break my heart, mm. but that's why it's on this list, mm-hmm. and we'll see if it shows up on next year's list. Sure. Um. Season: A Letter to the Future is interesting to me because it's kind of a walking simulator, but it's played out on a, a and the setting is a larger scale. It's a yeah. road trip game. Yeah. Um, and it's been a while since I've played a cozy indie. Um, and so uh, w- that is more narrative than mechanical. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. But mainly it's a road trip on a bike, which I'm like, that's kind of my jam. Love it. So yeah. I, I just, uh, and I've talked about before how like I need to, like, I don't like fantasy movies, so mm-hmm. therefore I don't like fantasy video games, which is silly because most people who have video games don't care what, like, narrative genre the games are. Yeah. And But I just care too much about that, so I, I end up not playing a lot of games I would love mm-hmm. because they don't speak to me, like, in the sense of the storytelling. Yeah. And this just looks like – it just looks like something I would love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just – I'm very high in very expectations. I know I have not. I don't know much about it. I just it just I saw the trailer and I think I read the when when it was announced. But I've kind of avoided getting too hyped for it. I'm just like when it comes out, I will get it and I will just let myself discover it. Yeah, it's out right now. I think it came out today. Oh dang! Oh. All right, uh, episode's so, over. Like, <laughs> <laughs> also, I love that you not like hating fantasy. I'm just imagining you'd be like Ugh, elves. <laughs> I mean, kind of yeah. <laughs> You see a pointy ear and you're like, I'm out. <laughs> you know what, though? I will say, as long as we're in most anticipated, I'm yeah. looking forward to the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, okay. yeah. Because it gets what other fantasy movies don't get. Fantasy <laughs> is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. And and this movie gets that. Mm. And so I'm excited about it. I did watch a whole trailer with, it had like the skip like skip ad thing in the bottom. And I was like, no, nah, I want to see where this goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And then the last thing I'm looking forward to is Dream Settler because that's the game I'm putting out, and I'm I'm saying I'm anticipating that we get it done and release it this year. It's anticipated. Uh, so anticipating. you're not making promises. Exactly right. <laughs> if 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 Ooblet's repeat appearance on this list has said anything, <laughs> this is not a promise. Yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, Speaking of repeat uh, offenders, yes, I'm on. I'm the next thing on my list. Dragon's Dogma Two. I put that on my list last time. Uh, didn't come out mm-hmm. uh, last year or this year, obviously. But it might come out. It might come out in 2023. We'll see. I'm very excited. They announced it. That's all I needed. I just wanted hope again that Dragon's Dogma <laughs> could come back. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I love the first game. Oh. You know, it's interesting. I've been my brother has been playing DJ Hero. Yeah. Um, those and DJ Hero too. The games they came out on the 360 and stuff. And I've been watching some uh, people stream some older 360 games. Um, and it's interesting how much of the vibe the 360 has. And I think it's just like a nostalgia thing for me. Yeah. Um, and Dragon's Dogma hits that too. I, I suppose. Um, so I'm hoping that Dragon's Dogma two, um, takes a lot of that and just brings it to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, you can catch you can catch his review on Sad with Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Available wherever you get your podcast. I don't want to do another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my uh, the other game on this is Street Fighter Six. Yeah, um, which is wild because I've never really been like super into Street Fighters. I played Street Fighter Four a little bit. Mm-hmm. I really didn't play Five. Um, Did but- you play the beta? I did not. No, okay. I uh, is the whole process to sign up for it. The second time around, I missed oh. it the first time. The second time around was two whole process. I was like, I'm just gonna wait for the game to come out. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, I've watched people play it and stuff, and it just looks really cool. Yeah. Um, visually, it looks amazing, and I did like um, Street Fighter Four. Um, I mean, this is a different system. It's two games down now, so like, mm-hmm. it's it can't be that different from four, but it will be somewhat different. Um, and yeah, I'm just uh, it, it. It just looks really. It looks. I like a lot of the new characters that they're adding. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a Kimberly main probably, because um, <laughs> she's amazing. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, listeners might be noticing, Stephen. There's a whole new Kirby game coming out this year that you didn't put on the list. Yeah, Stephen. I've played it before. It came out on the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, Just preempting the complaints. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Return to Dreamland remake. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of wild to me because I, I, I don't. I think I, I enjoyed that game, um, but I don't remember that much of it. But like a lot of people think of it very highly, mm-hmm. um, Kirby fans. Um, so I mean, I'll probably play it when it comes out, but I don't want to say it's my most anticipated. They are adding new copy abilities to the game. I don't know how that all is going to shake down with the new level design, yeah, uh, or with the level design in the past. But wouldn't you love to know? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I would like to know it, but I'm not anticipating. Oh, it. I see. So, so yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm curious about it at the very least. Uh-huh. So yeah, we don't have a curious about categories. So it's, it's just gonna have to miss the list. Of, <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid. Yeah. Unfortunately. Sorry to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got a list. Holly, yeah. Your it's... first on here is one that's I think appeared in our most anticipated before. Ooh. That's it. I, it seems familiar to me because well, it's been a, around a long time. Unhelpful sidebar. I kind of zoomed out there for a second and thought of more names for Stevens Kirby <sighs> collection, uh-huh. and I was going for like Kirby Cavern. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Cabinet of Kirby's. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Still working on it. Okay. Okay. I normally feel free call- to jump in at any point with more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till someone says something really heartfelt. <laughs> She's like, oh! <laughs> Kirby covered. <laughs> stop! 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 Kirby. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Minico's Minico's Night Market. Yeah. 
Um, also, as you mentioned, it's been around, it's been teased for a long time, but its official release date is supposed to be in 2023. Um, mm. And like other games I've mentioned, liking just this episode, it's cozy. It's got, you're, you're gathering things, you're selling things, there are cats. What more do you need? The art style's great. I'm in. Yeah, that sounds like a game you would like. Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty pretty predictable that way. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> it was actually hard to narrow this list down, and I had to narrow it down to like, what are the things you're going to pick up like the day they come out? Yeah, like, that right. has to be that has to be what it is. And in that in that vein, I put down thirsty suitors. Mm-hmm. Have mm. we talked about this? Um, I mm. know of it. I don't know if we talked about it on the show before. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it. Um, so it's by Outer Loop Games, who did Falcon Age, um, and it's like an action RPG. That's a little bit Scott Pilgrim and a little bit like Persona slash Psychonauts. Mm-hmm. Um, so your the the player character is returning to her hometown and having to fight uh, all of her exes. Um, also, and part of those like that those fights take place in like their in their minds and like their most like ideal version of themselves. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also a lot of skateboarding and cooking, and I don't know how all these elements are going to fit together, but I'm sold. I, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it, it looked like it had a, a cool style and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was yeah. curious about it, but I haven't been following it too too closely. Um, but yeah, it looks interesting for sure. What did I put on here? Oh, apparently um, Hades 2 Early Access is supposed to happen this year. That feels oh, yeah. impossible. I mean, I could believe it. It's um, the sequel to the first game, and mm-hmm. it seems... Like the first game. Like this first game. So. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> so, yeah. Have they ever done a sequel before? They have not. No. So no I remember when they announced sequel. it, it was like, oh, they, they've actually been famously anti-sequel. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true or just the impression people got. But, yeah. But Either Hades way, was such an enormous hit. Right. Right. That I don't. I don't blame them for yeah. wanting to double dip on. Not that at one. all. Yeah. No. And just like, uh, just like the next Zelda entry can be half as good, and I'm all Fair. in. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Another game that I love to restart and get better at on the second. Yeah, that's a weird one where, like, I didn't love that game, so I feel like just more of it doesn't appeal to me. But the people who really loved it, is that one, like Slime Rancher, where just more it will satisfy people? Or are they looking for something else? No, I don't know. I, I would say, yeah, it, it like, Hades, I, if there were not a Hades 2 coming, I eventually would probably replay Hades. Yeah. Mm. Um, and love it all the same. So, yeah, yeah it, it's going to be great. I My favorite, like, Hades 2 meme that cropped up like within seconds of it going live was like bisexuals have had their fun now it's bisexuals turn just like it's more just like they swapped everything out and they're like go for it now yeah. it's a lady um can't wait mm-hmm. cool cool yeah um and I also put down Sea of Stars which is a very like little RPG game that's very much inspired by the classics. Mm -hmm. Um, And I haven't played a lot of the old school JRPGs. um, So I feel like this will be a fun entry point that doesn't involve me like downloading emulators. um, (laughs) And I'll actually be able to talk about it when people talk about like Chrono Trigger. And I'll be like, yeah, that. (laughs) But Sea of Stars. So this is just you fighting for retro relevancy? (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a real gamer too. And it's because I played Sea of Stars. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't heard of that one. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, yeah it cool. looks it looks it looks good. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Okay. Uh, game dev resolutions. Yeah. Go, Ellen. Just replay the last one from last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too much work. I gotta say it again. All right. So last year I was like, oh, I'm gonna become friends with the Godot engine. Right now uh-huh. we're just acquaintances. Well, 
I didn't call. I didn't write. <laughs> <laughs> but I will do better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and overall, I also had a goal of do less work and make more stuff. So, yeah, same. <laughs> uh, I mean, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. just recycle those. Yeah. Okay, all right. I mean, I'm kind of the same way. What I said last year was get a better handle on my weekly schedule. And I think I talked in depth about the challenge that was going to be. And same. I don't I don't think I did. I mean, I might have moved the ball down the field a little bit, but I couldn't measure it. Mm. Um, so I would just like to get keep keep on with that. Yeah. so weird to hear you like use a football metaphor. Yeah, that is, you're right. It is really weird. Something, it was like <laughs> someone took over Mark for a second. Yeah. It was a different person. Should rewind the tape maybe. Do that one again. No, that's staying in there for <laughs> sure. <laughs> I will say, okay, so Star Trek Picard is coming back for the third season. Aww. And the last trailer... <laughs> for it was in the middle of a football game. It was yeah. like at the halftime show. And uh-huh. so I'm like, I had to watch football last weekend. <laughs> it was rough, you guys. <laughs> the things Normal we do for what we love. Huh? I know, exactly right. Uh. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably why I'm speaking the language now. Um, <laughs> it's worming its way in there. Yeah. Oh, flag of the play. Wait, wait till you discover soccer. <laughs> I think you should use the language as much as possible, but no, like, Purposefully use it incorrectly. Yeah, 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 that yeah exactly. Correct, yeah. yeah, that feels that feels on brand. Yep. So like instead of I, maybe I moved the ball down the field, you could say like I really had a good hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know I mean any, that's great. That's great. But the problem is, is I never have a good hustle, so it's, <laughs> it'd be hard for me to get away with that one. Well, there it is. Anyway, the other thing I want to do is I want to get Dream Center out this year. Yeah. I want to get other things out. Mm-hmm. I'm working on some switch ports that we talked a little bit on the show before. I don't mm-hmm. know how detail I've been about them, but those. Got, I wanted to get those out last year and I didn't, um, but I want to get those this year. Should be a little bit easier of a goal. Um, and I want us to pitch Dogpile. Yeah. We yeah. Talk, we Listeners will have heard us talk about that last week. We're about to talk about it in our recording session today um, about our, our, our uh, game jam game that we made during the show that we're going to try to pitch like we did Glom. And I want Dogpile in front of some publishers because I think it's a great game. So those are, those are my resolutions. Yeah. Steven. Uh, I was supposed to participate in a game jam. Oops. Didn't do that, uh, unless you count nice games jams, which I don't think we're going to count because it would be too nice of me for y'all to do that. Yeah, that, that would get you off the hook, I think. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, it did, you did, but that's not what you meant. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I didn't do that, and my goals have changed. I don't I don't know. I haven't felt very inspired to participate in a game jam. If I wanted to, I would have done it, I think, right? Probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a lot. Um, a lot of things happened, so I just like changed my mind. Um, this year, I want less chaos. I just want less things to be <laughs> things. You can hear all. Things. You can hear all about that. I'm sad. <laughs> 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 Maybe oh. I just want to be able to control some. Things you want that to be life. a one season program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. Uh, so like that's, that's what I want. We'll see if that. Uh, like, how do you measure less chaos? Right. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean. I don't. I mean, I don't want to not give you credit for this, yeah. but kind of that's just crossing your fingers. Yeah. Because that's, I, well, I know I, I have a window, a little bit of window into the chaos of the last year for you, yeah. and a lot of it was just bad luck. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Um, but some of the things that are in my life I can control, and I'm trying yeah. to take control of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be moving into a new place um, in the coming months, so yeah. uh, that'll be exciting. Yeah. Um, I didn't know this. Yes. Congrats. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, even just like a, a like a quick a change of surroundings. Yeah. It, even though it's not like substantially change, it can help you reset. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I guess what I mean by this specifically, this less chaos thing, is I just want, if something wild happens, I want it to be because I did it. Um, <laughs> I want to be the one making mistakes, right? So um, more Steven branded chaos. Yeah, I, I I understand that brand of chaos, you know. Right, right. I'm familiar with that. None of this unlabeled nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Only I get to be messy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Holly, you got stuff. Um, again, felt weird filling this in because I can't have any game dev uh, related ones. I mean, you could having. Deving games, but as you, you say, could, I could. Um, this one, it I thought of it because of a game dev reason. Uh-huh. I want to um, be better at writing down my thoughts and ideas and leaving them in a place where I will find them. Mm. Uh, I have a short memory in general. It's made worse by mental illness and by the meds I take to manage a mental illness. Everything just goes bloop, like real quick. Ah, uh, yeah. And it didn't used to be the case, and it you and. So it's taken a lot of getting used to to be like, oh, my memory's just crap. Right. Um, and I frequently like solve problems and rethink ways that I'd like to write things. Um, like right as I'm like falling asleep or oh, yeah. going from point A to point B, and I'm like, I'll remember this, and I don't. Yeah. Right. I never do. <laughs> um, and recently I um, I read sometimes on my Kindle, and if you highlight things on a Kindle, it keeps. It keeps all the highlights in one place, mm-hmm. um, which so I use it for nonfiction and things that I like take lots of notes from. Um, and you can also leave yourself notes. And while I was reviewing some highlights for a work project, yeah, I like found a note I'd left myself that I completely forgot about, which mm-hmm. is part of why this came up. It was it said like, "What would a QAnon game be like?" <laughs> and, and and like only came up across it like in. A series of unrelated things. Yeah. And I was like, "What? What a key? like! I forgot that I wrote that down." Yeah. What and were you thinking? Like, Why did you have that idea? Game yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So my um, small intention is to keep track of more of more of my nice thoughts uh, and not lose them to my bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> I I would suspect that that's a common feeling that people want, but I would also guess that not everyone discovers that about themselves. Right. Right. So I think you're already a little ahead of the game. Yeah. In yeah. that you've identified that there is things that you think of that you want to retain or call back to or catalog. I think a lot of people w- could benefit from it, but don't realize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have, um, in part because I've worked with a lot of stationary brands in the recent past, I have just a lot, like more <laughs> notebooks than a person needs. Yeah. <laughs> and not just because of like bad buying habits. Like I'll get samples of all the new ones from each collection. I'll be like, oh no. And I have to keep them because like I might like make content that flashes back to them. And so it's just lots of notebooks. And then I'll use them for like two pages and then put them away and then bring them back out and then like go back those two pages and be like, oh, that's smart. (laughs) I'm glad I wrote this down because at the moment I was like, you should write that down and then just literally physically lost it. So yeah, trying to, um, yeah. And and it'll be really embarrassing. I'm sure when someone discovers like Holly's thought notebook, (laughs) because I won't put in good details either. I'll just be like QAnon game question mark. (laughs) Um, Um, but it might be fun in the case of my untimely death. More about that on Sad with Steven. <laughs> what? <laughs> and if I die, I want... I want <laughs> and, and someone has to... Um, 
you know, retrace my steps using a notebook of weird thoughts. Oh, yeah, Stephen, all yeah. podcasts are true crime podcasts. You know that, right? Oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> At okay. least give me one episode in the event of my untimely death. Yeah, Stephen. I, I can promise that. For Just you, read yeah. out all the things in my notebook. Okay, I'll do that. I will do that. <laughs> They'll inspire someone else. Yeah, they're free ideas. Then me and Comet the will be reading out the things on the notebook. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. that'd be that'd be a podcast. Yeah, yeah that sad with Stephen, which <laughs> locks Stephen in the room with a cat, and like. <laughs> Just stream of consciousness. What are you oh, thinking right now? Gosh. This cat is walking back and forth, and its pupils are getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on. Uh, <laughs> what are we working on this year, Ellen? You're the first on the list again. Who did this? Oh, you did it. You did it, Stephen. Oopsies. Okay. Um, so games for work. Uh, I can't talk about it specifically, but mm-hmm. we've got a puzzle game coming out for the platform. Looks like that'll be in the next couple months. And then I'm also doing some hidden object game work for mm-hmm. a client. Oh. And Minecraft for education keeps coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure where, where, if that'll, you know, result in anything. We'll see. That's kind of, that's what's coming across the desk of Ellen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm working on Dream Settler and yeah. probably, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm on it full time now, mm-hmm. uh, which wasn't the case last year. Um, and I'm, which is a bummer because I also I want to have a, I want I want to refresh my ambitions for the office space here. Ah. Um, to try to get more folks to rent desks and to use it more as a, a space for events. Yeah, uh, we're doing Global Game Jam here this weekend, right. and it's still the pandemic. But I've actually been very heartened by the numbers over the winter. Mm. They haven't, I mean, I think I'm still probably more cautious than most people. But like, I think I'm starting to warm up to the idea again of actually opening up the space as a public place, yeah. uh, which was always the plan for it and just got indefinitely shelved. Um, so I'd lo- I don't have any notion on how I'm going to do that <laughs> and how I'm going to fit that in with my own feelings about the current era. Yeah. Um, but I want to I wanna try. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give that another go because I don't think I put enough energy into that last year. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna be working on a new Future Club game. Ooh, a new unannounced Future Club game? Uh, probably. I don't is know. this what you were working on up to now, or is it a new, new inside it's the company? It's a new, new one. Exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's exciting. Okay. It's just, I, it, I'm just like excited precariously for you. At this point, it's mostly we need to, we we need someone to give us money. Yeah. So <laughs> whatever they'll pay us to make, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I am excited for the ideas that we have. Um, you know, and also, you know, the more Future Club games we get through, um, the closer and closer we get to Sledgehammer Pride. The so, yeah, yeah. Just saying. I mean, I you know I'm not in these meetings, but I feel like why wait? <laughs> why not just go straight to Sledgehammer Bride? Again, it's the clearly problem. the best idea in that house, right? <laughs> Jeez, you fly everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard the other ideas, but I'm fairly confident. <laughs> um, it, you know, again, it's a problem of money, uh, so. Uh-huh. Whatever, we just need more funding so we can do more things. And they can hire more programmers. It's not just me. Um, that'd be great, too. Uh, so, yeah, um, that's my plans for mm-hmm. this year. Speaking of memory, I was like, you got this. Close the thing. Expanding my freelance practice. That was what it was. Yeah. I did it. Yeah, nice. Yay. Plus, plus. I freelance full time. Um, the economy is a little weird right now. And yeah. so, um, and one of my big clients is a big company that's doing layoffs and so i'm just i'm ready to be cut as well um that hasn't been the plan but Mm. you know bracing so uh bringing in new clients reconnecting with people who i've worked with briefly before um and just uh getting lots of templatey stuff down if that makes sense so i don't have to start from scratch every time someone wants a voice and tone guide every time someone wants a 
um, social media strategy. Mm-hmm. Like all these things are pretty individual, but um, it's nice to be like, here's my nice template where I plugged all this stuff in and it's going to take me less time. Yeah. yeah. Be nice. In my freelance years doing video and web projects, I was really bad at that. I just remembered how I did each one and then I could just, I could reinvent the wheel each time. Yeah. I got pretty efficient at it, but I never went to the point where like I should actually have like tools and templates to make that process faster. I yeah. never got good at that. And so I appreciate the challenge that you have in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's something I've definitely found at full-time jobs too. Um, that like, you know, that first like six months is super hard, six months to a year as you're like learning everything. Um, and it only starts kind of flowing better when you kind of have built the base of whatever your job is yeah. that you can yep. start yeah expanding to things you've been meaning to do rather than you know all the busy work that you have to do yeah. yep. while everything else is on the back burner mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a that's a universal lesson yeah so it's good good note to go out on yep. uh, everybody think about your own plans for 2023 and you know it's february already so you've missed a good chunk of the year right before <laughs> getting this message from us so yes. i mean Sorry, but you've got less time now, so get on it. <laughs> no, no, that's great. Uh, if it hasn't worked so far, whatever you're planning, now is your permission to reset, pivot. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm joking, but really one of the things that I think are nicest and when we do these anticipation on what we're going to work on is sometimes we punt to the next year and mm-hmm. sometimes something else takes it up, and that's okay. The point yeah. isn't, to, isn't always to set a goal and reach it. Yeah. The point is, is just to track uh, how you're moving through yeah. year to year. Yeah, um, I like that. It's yeah. It's you didn't miss it. You just did something else, and that's mm-hmm. fine, right? <laughs> you called an audible. You did a pivot on the field. Uh, pivot <laughs> on the field. The, um, I like touch. that one because it sounds correct, but it's super. It's it couldn't super possibly be. I don't. Yeah, field no, it's not. Goals. Field Football. goals. Um, Football saying. Nicegames.club/feedback to give us ideas <laughs> on what uh, phrases and idioms that we should start adopting. Offside's a thing in football. No. Can't be. Championships not. are won at practice. Yep. Play hard, win easy. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Play hard, win easy. Nice games club. What we need is we need one of those big hooks they have at vaudeville <laughs> shows just to. To grab my mic and pull it away yeah. from my face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our show. For show notes and links on today's topics, if we can come up with anything to put in there, go to our website, nicegames.club. Visit us on Twitter and on Mastodon, at NiceGamesClub, where Dale tweets and toots about game dev resources and being an artist. We like hearing from you, so tweet or toot back. Or email us, contact at nicegames.club. Nice Games Club is on Patreon. Support the show and get stuff, including ad-free versions of the show. Sign up at patreon.com slash nicegamesclub. And if you want to keep things more casual, just stop by nicegames.club slash discord and say hello. Next week, we'll be interviewing Zach Barth of Zachtronics. But that's it for this week. So until we start again, remember to play nice and make nice. It's still in there.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba.